Thank you for tuning in to Love in Your Hands with Cynthia Clark, the podcast about how to live life with love. This podcast is sponsored by loveinyourhands.com, the place to go to find long-lasting love using the most innovative and accurate algorithm based in scientific palmistry. Tired of superficial connections? Start your free Soulmate Connection membership today at loveinyourhands.com. Now here's your host, Cynthia Clark, palm reading consultant and compatibility expert. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Cynthia Clark, and uh, today's topic is one that I think is super interesting and also one that I feel like a lot of people just don't know a lot about or maybe they don't have accurate information about. So I'm really excited to, to get into today's topic. I want to start out with a little palm reading because that's, of course, what I specialize in. And uh, the concept of relationships is one that people really do struggle with in terms of how to find it in the hands and what actually is showing up. So a lot of people have heard of what's called the marriage lines, which they think means that how many marriages are they going to have in their lifetime. And the first thing I want to share is that all the lines in the hands actually change. So even if we see, you know, quote unquote, a marriage line, uh, this does not necessarily mean a marriage, okay? Um, I refer to these lines as affection lines, meaning that they have a, you have an emotional connection to somebody, okay? And these lines do show up underneath the little finger, and they're right on the edge of the hand, so they're these little horizontal lines that show up on the edge of the hand. So yeah, they do change over time. Most people have between one and three of these lines, and you can just kind of see like how many you have and and they're going to show strong attachments like emotional attachments but yeah so those are the that's where you can find your your relationship lines and so that brings us into today's topic uh we're we're bringing in uh l is it l hari did i pronounce that right l hari hari l hari he is a twin flame alchemist, writer, teacher, and coach. I love this. Uh, she is the author of two books on Amazon, Twin Flames Exposed and Love Exposed, as well as the creator of The Process, The Sacred Teachings That Hold the Key to Being with Your Twin Flame, her do-it-yourself system. Okay, wow, this is exciting. Uh, through her teachings and her no-fail, extremely popular Magnetize Your Twin Flame coaching program, Elle has helped hundreds of twin flame couples maintain physical relationships with each other and move beyond the pain and obsess obsessive thoughts that accompany the twin flame journey. So thanks so much, Elle, for coming on the show. This is so exciting. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. So... So t let's just start out the show by um, how did you get into this whole twin flame stuff? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, they say you don't find your purpose, your purpose finds you, right? Um, I went through a twin flame journey. Oh, I mean, you're never over a twin flame journey. It's, it's the rest of your life. But I 
I've been on the floor for six months and totally shattered, which was how my twin flame journey began. Um, you know, when my twin flame, you know, physically left me at first and, um, and, you know, my, my teacher at the time that I finally found after six months of being on the floor, she got me off the floor. She totally, I mean, I credit her with saving my life. And, um, you know, I just, she's no longer physically here with us. And I just wanted to help, um, you know, share her legacy uh, with other twin flames out there and other people who might be, you know, stuck in the painful and obsessive thought thinking part of the journey, which is usually how the journey begins for most people. Mm. Wow, that sounds like a lot to deal with. <laughs> so, so tell me, um, you know, let's let's do do some definitions for people so that they can understand. Because I feel like this is really something that we just have a lot of misperceptions around. So, so how would you define a twin flame? So, the twin flame is um, first of all, it's the divine truth of creation. It's how we're all created. Everyone has and is a twin flame. The twin flame is short story. The other half of not other half, but someone, the other person that also um, has your soul within their physical body. So it, when we incarnate here, we incarnate into a world, a physical world. It's a 3d world. It's, it's a world of duality. So in the physical world, everything has an opposite. There's an up to a down. There's a hot and cold in and out, light and dark, good and bad. You know, everything has an opposite. And that's, there's a reason for that because in order to understand what something is, we need to understand first what it's not. You know, for example, I hold up this pen. Is this pen up or down? Well, you don't know until you know what's down and what's up, right? It could just be there, <laughs> right? So um, you need something to compare it to usually. And so that's what the physical world is about. It's a world of, of dualities and opposites so that you can learn about things by seeing what they are not. Um, and so that's the same thing with our soul. So when we, we incarnate here into physical form, into you know, a lifetime, into a physical body, um, our soul is energy. And so it must assimilate um, to the same type of energy as the 3D world, which is, an, uh, which is a polarity and duality. And so um, it has to make two opposites of itself. Um, obviously, it never can split because it's energy and, and you can't split energy, but in the physical realm, the part of your soul that's in the physical realm, it needs to um, make two opposites of itself. And so there's one opposite of itself in your physical body, the other opposite of itself in your twin flame's physical body. And um, of course, in energetic terms, opposites are polarities. And so um, when the twin flame journey begins at um, what's called soul recognition, um, that's when your soul recognizes itself within the physical body of your twin flame, those two polarities, they start to build up. And, and they build up to a tipping point, at which point the polarities repel each other. Almost like if you take two magnets, and at first you can, when, when, they're, when, they're, um, when you put the two sides together that attract, if you turn them around, the two sides will then, the two magnets will repel each other. And like no force can even keep them together. Because, <laughs> you know, that's just, that's kind of what happens with the polarities with twin flames as well. Hmm. Interesting. So... Is, is a twin flame always going to be incarnated, like in a physical body at the same time that you are? Um, well, for part of lifetime, yes. Um, of course, I mean, the twin flames aren't born at the same exact time, and they don't, um, you know, die at the same exact time. Um, so there's parts of lifetimes for each twin flame when, you know, the other one is not 
physically incarnated. But yes, usually their lifetimes do interlap um, through each lifetime. Hmm. And does everybody have an opportunity to meet their twin flame during that time that they're both on the planet together? Yes, um, most twin most twin flames, yes, they've crossed paths in every lifetime that they've had. It's just now recently that um, where the level of human consciousness is that where people are starting to awaken to this journey. They're starting to have what is the soul recognition that I spoke of. And so in this lifetime, it's really the first lifetime where people are, you know, experiencing the twin flame journey. I mean, there's twin flames out there who are, you know, are married to each other and they've been married this whole lifetime since they've been married um, and they have perfect marriages and whatever, but they haven't started the twin flame journey. So they don't know that they're twin flames. I mean, they might say they are, they might, you know, know their soulmates and they know they connect really well, but you know, they haven't had the soul recognition. So therefore they haven't gone through um, the polarity repelling part, which is, um, the, which is really the, the signifier of the twin flame journey. So you can be with your twin flame, meet your twin flame, cross paths with your twin flame, but yet not be on a twin flame journey. Hmm. Is this yeah. something you can choose or not choose on like a conscious level or does it just sort of happen? No, no, it finds you. <laughs> um, you can choose to magnetize in your twin flame into your physical world, like where your soul will bring them in. You, you can do that through, um, through aligning with your soul, through energetic work, like what, that I teach in my teachings and programs. That can get someone to consciously manifest their twin flame in. Um, but, you know, once you're on the twin flame journey, that happens just when your soul is ready. There's no choice about that. And, and um, when that happens, you cannot consciously manifest your twin flame in. There's, you can't do it to be with your twin flame. That can't happen because that's on the level of the mind intention and um you know the twin flame journey it has to happen on the level of the soul so um anything it, it, doing with the mind or, or wanting it or intending for it to happen or trying to intentionally manifest or create it to happen um that can't happen because of the polarities because the polarities um in twin flames are push pull so there's one twin flame that pushes the other twin flame pulls in tandem and so um, the one that pushes is generally the one coming for the help. They're the ones who do the research. They're the ones with the obsessive thoughts about the twin flame. Um, and so when, um, and that push, pull ener that push energy, it, it controls the mind. And so um, it's fear-based and it controls the mind. And so, you know, when you, you have your twin flame and your mental focus and your mental focus is on the physical form of your twin flame. That's the push energy pushing against that physical form of your twin flame. Then your physical form of your twin flame in tandem pulls away because that's the polarity of the energy. So really what, what I help people do is I help them to neutralize that polarity. We take out the push, the pull goes away. And then, and then when that, once that's neutralized and balanced, the soul can then bring the two physical bodies together. But it's all that has to be left up to the soul. It can't happen through the mind. It can't happen through intention or, um, you know, just wanting to, to do it, to be with your twin flame. Hmm. So people who are already in a relationship or they maybe they feel like they're with their soulmate, you know, or they, they have a really good relationship, um, that person is not necessarily their twin flame? No. Not necessarily at all. Um, you know, we resonate, the twin flame is, you know, the exact, your exact soul vibration. So 
and no one and nothing else in the entire cosmos shares your exact soul vibration. But there's many, many other people who you, you magnetize into your life who, you know, uh, come very close, <laughs> who come very close. And, you know, and to, and to varying degrees, you know, there's people that resonate more with you on a friendship level, more on, you know, a familial level, who would be your family members and soul family, and then more on a romantic level. And then some people have like a combination of friends and romance, which is really cool. And you know, like there's just different degrees, as you know, when you relate with anyone, it's, it's you relate with different people in different degrees and different varying degrees. And that's because of, of the, the amount of resonance they have with, with your own true vibration. Hmm. So how do you recognize if the person that you're with is your twin flame or not? Uh, well, um, the first, <laughs> the first tip off would be, um, that, you know, how you, they, all of a sudden you're, you have the most intense relating experience that you've ever probably had with anyone. And, um, but all of a sudden out of nowhere, it just, you know, they just leave. Like, it's just, it's gone. It's over. It's like poof, like out of nowhere. And it just leaves you reeling. You feel like your soul has literally been like pulled out of your body you probably have some kind of physical, which is a core wound pain, it's called, in your um, heart, solar plexus, or sacral chakra. Um, you're consumed with obsessive thoughts of this person. You just don't know why you can't get over them. I mean, it, it's like, it feels like heartbreak, but to like, you know, the nth degree of, of pain. And I mean, it causes a lot of people to, you know, the obsessive thoughts cause a lot of people who like normally, you know, they have no trouble moving on from someone or getting over someone, or, you know, they might, you know, obviously go through some heartbreak, but it's just the obsessive thoughts don't stop. You can't stop focusing on this person. And it, it causes you sometimes to do things where it's so out of character that you would never do before. Like, you know, stalk their, their, Facebook or social media or even stalk them in person or, you know, stalk like, you know, the new person that they're with or, you know, whatever, um, things like that nature. People, you know, act out of character um, because of the obsessiveness of, of the thoughts. You're just consumed with, you know, you're obsessed with this person and um, it really is confusing and, and, and painful and, you yeah. know, you don't know why. And you just feel this need to go search, like, why am I feeling this way, you know? most of my students find find out about twin flames just through google because they just don't know what is wrong with me you know why can i not get over this person because it, also the, the honeymoon period of the twin flames is relatively short for um you know compared to like many other relationships i mean it's not uncommon for twin flames you know to just be together for six weeks the best six weeks of their lives and then suddenly and then they leave and it's like wait why can i not get over this person mm. so and there's another very um it's very, very common also, and I'm not saying it always has to be this way, um, but it's very common for um, there to be some physical, I don't want to say obstacles, I'll say that in quotes because um, they're not really obstacles, and that's the point of it, but things that, physical things that would make or break other relationships. For example, um, you know, where there's a big age difference, a very huge age gap. That's very common with twin flames. Or, you know, twin flames are different religions or different races where that would, would matter to people in their families usually. Or they're um, the same sex, would neither have been gay before. Or, you know, they live on opposite ends of the planet and they've only met in an online chat room, but yet they still have these intense, like, feelings for, for this person. And they feel the buildup of the energy still because energy knows no bounds. 
uh, especially soul energy, because it's the strongest energy there is. It's directly from source. So, um, you know, there's no boundaries. There's no, there's nothing that can, can break this, this energy and this bond. And so, um, even if you never, they've never met before and they meet in like an online chat room, say, or somewhere online, and then, you know, they still go through the same thing. You know, they, they have a buildup, a buildup. They feel this amazing connection with this person on the, you know, that they're typing to on the screen. And then all of a sudden that person disappears and they feel just the same shattered feeling that the rest of the twin flames do. So there's, you know, there's sometimes, sometimes a physical, physical obstacle that could make or break another relationship where, you know, you're just like, how am I even with this person? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so how do people, you know, move on from that? Do they, is it better for them just to try and let it go or is it better for them to try and get back together? I mean, what, what's actually better for the person? So, um, that's a really good question. Uh, well, first of all, because they are your soul, the twin flame is your soul. Uh, you cannot let go. You cannot move on. How do you move on from yourself and let go of yourself? This is what makes it so tricky i want to say it's, it's a very tricky and unnatural thing um to experience for us humans um it's very natural because it is our soul and it is ourself but that's why when i said earlier you know you can't keep your mental focus on that physical body or person that that twin flame is you need to keep it within on your soul because that is your twin flame is your soul they're not that physical body you're not your physical body i'm not my physical body right? We are our souls. We leave our bodies behind when we leave this, this lifetime. But, you know, we are our souls for eternity. Right. And nothing can break that energy. And so um, many people, most people want to get back with their twin flames. And then they go through the phase, you know, through different phases, um, because the energy is very cyclical. You have ups and downs <laughs> all the time. And, you know, when they're feeling up, they want to get back together with the twin flame. If they're feeling down or angry or whatever, they're going to want to let go and move on. Um, I've had people come to me with both and vacillate back and forth. But, um, you know, it, 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 you can't really look at it as either. You just need to look at it as it causes you to look at yourself. That's, that's the role the twin flame plays. Why you go through this journey is not to have a physical relationship with, with, with your twin flame. Yes, it can be a byproduct if you choose it. Um, it is the catalyst usually, but that's not the point. The point of this journey is so much bigger. It's to get to know and understand yourself as a soul on the deepest level and to love yourself. And that's what the twin flame does because they are you, but they're your opposite polarity of you. So they reflect back to you the parts of yourself that you didn't know you had. And so really what I help my students do is to focus on that, to focus within, to, um, to transmute the fear-based energy that the twin flame reveals of themselves into love. And then at that point, once that's done, then the soul can then, it neutralizes the push-pull fear-based energy I spoke of earlier, and then your soul can, will magnetize the twin flame back in physically. But the physical part has to come last. It has to come from within first, because first and foremost, you are the same soul. You're not your two physical bodies. Right. So, so really, it's a deep healing uh, journey, it sounds like. It's not... It, it's, way more than most people maybe give it credit for. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Healing is, um, there's really nothing to heal. You're not sick or broken. It's, it's more of like an, a learning and really an unlearning, an unhooking of, of like what you thought was all, you know, you've, you've attached to in the physical world a lot of. Mm -hmm. And 
um, really just going within and, you know, identifying your true self and, and accepting yourself without judgment, because that's ultimately what love is acceptance without judgment. And when you can look at yourself and all these, these parts of yourself that your twin flame um, shows you and shows you by, I mean, the reaction that you have, because you don't have a reaction like this to anyone else ever. Um, all sorts of different reactions that your twin flame has you go through. Um, and that's their role in this. Um, you know, it, it, it shows you, you know, just if you can accept those parts, identify them and then accept them without judgment, without judging yourself as good or bad, or that is good or bad. And just know that it is, and it's you and it's perfect and you're perfect. Then, um, you know, when you can really truly resonate with that. That's, you know, that's really the point of the journey is to love yourself and accept yourself without judgment. Right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Healing was maybe not the right term. So yeah, we're here for learning. Everything is a lesson, right? I mean, yeah. everything we do on this planet is a lesson. It happens for a reason. It all yeah. happens for a reason. Yeah. There's no accidents in the universe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I, I love that. So, so really the concept, and this is, um, I think something that just people don't think about every day is that they do come to earth as a soul and they're in a human body. It's a temporary body. It's sort of like the vessel and they are here to experience duality. And that duality is going to have some, uh, some benefits, obviously. <laughs> and we can look at it like a benefit or we can look at it like a, like, you know, destructive or whatever. Again, that's sort of where the judgment, it seems like comes in. But if we can look at it more just objectively and go, okay, yeah, I'm here. I'm supposed to experience duality. And this person has shown up in my life and they're, they're showing this to me. And what can I learn from it? So is there, you know, after we neutralize or we or we learn or whatever then it's possible to go into that relationship and have a have just a beautiful expansive more like a like a soulmate type relationship is that sort of like what we can potentially have um you can potentially have a relationship it can it, it will be like no other physical 3d relationship you can have because in order to be with the twin flame you can't have any of that fear polarizing energy there you're transmuting that, you're alchemizing it from fear to love during this whole, this whole journey. That's, that's what you do. And then when you get to the point where you've alchemized it, I call it balance, balanced it enough, and you can physically relate with your twin flame then, um, that means that when you're fearless, when you're fearless, you, that means you have unconditional love. That's true love, is fearlessness. And so, because fear is the opposite of love. They cannot coexist. Um, so, it, but with everyone else in the 3D world, even the closest next resonant soulmate, there's going to be fear-based energy there. And that's perfect. That's fine. But it, there's no real true unconditional love. The only, at this time, on the level of human consciousness on the planet, the only other, like, and it's not even another person, but it kind of, I mean, the, other, the only other physical relationship you can have with true unconditional love right now is between twin flames. Because when one twin flame balances out and transmutes the fear-based energy, it does it for both twin flames because they're the exact same energy. So it only does take one twin flame to, to do the work of this journey, and which is perfect because only one twin flame usually comes looking to do the work, and that's one of the push energy. But um, 
you know, with other people though, I mean, you can do that yourself for, but they're, but you're not balancing it out for them. And you know, no one else, most people out there don't even know about doing this or how to do this. So just where the level of human consciousness is right now, twin flames are like really the first, um, or an only relating experience you can have that truly is fearless with no fear. And it, it has to be that way. As soon as fear comes in, the pull twin flame is going to go. They, you can't be physically together. And so how that feels is it's very, um, it, it, it's, it, it comes without most of the things that people like to um, place into um, romantic relationships. Like people want to place like conditions on them. For example, monogamy is a condition. It really is. Um, you know, it, I'm not saying it's wrong or bad or anything for anyone who wants to be monogamous. I mean, that's perfect. But it, it's a condition. Marriage itself, that whole marriage contract, <laughs> um, that's, a, that's their conditions, you know. Um, and so to have a fearless relating experience is, um, you know, you, you're, you're good with yourself. Like you're whole and complete yourself. You don't need or want or expect anything from that other person. And so whether they're right next to you, it's perfect. Whether they're on the other side of the planet, it's still perfect. Mm. It's not about the physicality um, at all. And then when it's not about that, that's when with Twin Flames, you can have that. It's a paradox. It's a complete paradox. And it's, it's totally different than any other relating experience. I mean, I, you can have. Like, I can't even compare it to anything. It's, it's very difficult to explain it because there's no other thing to compare it to. It's completely different and devoid of any fear, any of the fear-based things. Like even when, I mean, you know, just in, in human definitions of what the word love means, I mean, most of that contains fear-based stuff. Mm, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's such an interesting concept. And I feel like a lot of people might and and just correct me if I'm wrong or, or help me clarify this. I'm trying to wrap it around my head. You know, um, some people fall into what I call the fatal attraction relationship where they get obsessed and they're, you know, they're, they feel like they have this amazing connection. And it turns out that that person is really not anything other than teaching them a lesson to love themselves more and they end up completely dropping out and they might get back together like two or three or four times. And it's very uh, magnetic kind of the pull like you're talking about, but how do you tell the difference between that type of a relationship versus the twin flame? Is there any way to distinguish it? Um, it would, by the only way I can say to distinguish it would be that, um, you know, just, the feeling the feeling like if, if it just feels different there's a usually a pain a physical pain like it feels like you know almost a hole in either your heart solar plexus or sacral chakra and also the just the obsessiveness the obsessive thoughts um that the one twin flame that's say left <laughs> the one that does that didn't leave um you know the one person that didn't leave like they would they would just be overcome with obs obsession about the one that left um to the point where i mean it's never been like that before for them mm -hmm. that would be really um the only way to really tell i mean i know there's a lot of there's so many myths and misinformation out there about twin flames um and that's really what my first book, Twin Flames Exposed, was about. That's all I planned to do was write that book and just to dispel some of the myths. 
um, in deference to my teacher, um, because that really, that really <laughs> got her going, like all the misinformation and, and just, she's like, it, there's so much wrong information out there. And there are, and, you know, so there's a lot of these things out there. Oh, the signs you're with your twin flame or, you know, whatever. But I mean, the twin flame relationship in the physical sense can mimic any other relationship until, until all of a sudden, like, you know, you feel that, that pain and you have those obsessive thoughts. Um, but I do want to say there are two dynamics for the twin flame relationship, two common dynamics. One is that, you know, the twin flames are together for a certain amount of time, usually short, it's intense, it's amazing, it's, and then one ghost, one just blocks, leaves, ghosts, poof. Then there's the other dynamic, though, which is like one that you, that you explain, where they're caught in a push-pull, back-and-forth relating pattern which is also just as painful. Every time the twin flame comes in, it's great high, but then they leave again and it's like pulling your soul with them. So there are the two dynamics. So like you described, people in that scenario, it could be twin flames, mm -hmm. you know? Okay. It could be stuck in that dynamic. So that's, that's very common. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And would the, would the other person also have sort of similar experiences? Or could they be completely different? Like, could they be attracting somebody the same way? Or, you know, I'm, I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but just in terms of the relationships that they go through throughout their lifetime. Um, you mean the, the, the pole twin flame? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, well, you know, I'll go through normal relationships and then, if they're pulling from the twin flame, their twin flame, everyone, you know, it seems to look like on the outside, on the physical world that, oh yeah, they've moved on. Like they, it's very common. It's an addictive energy, which is why the push twin flame is addicted in thought, in thoughts. It has obsessive thoughts on the pull twin flame because that energy is addictive and that's its drug of choice is that physical form of the twin flame. Now the pull twin flame the pull is still an addictive energy and the twin flame wants to be with the other twin flame so desperately, so badly, but this energy, something keeps them back and it also controls their mind. So it makes them, I mean, it can be, you know, an infinite number of reasons they tell themselves or whatever's going on, but they just can't get to that other twin flame. Something for some reason, they just cannot be with that. They feel suffocated. They have to get out, but yet they want to be with that person. And so it's very torturous for them as well. And, um, but it is an addictive energy. So they go usually to seek um, satisfaction of that addiction in other people, oftentimes, you know, in addictive behaviors, drugs, alcohol, working too hard, eating a lot, you know, working out a lot, whatever, <laughs> anything can be addictive, really. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, you know, but they, they tend to try to search to satisfy you know, that addiction somewhere in some, in other people and other things. And of course it doesn't work because the only thing that really does satisfy that is their twin flame. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it, until that energy is balanced out, there's nothing either one of them can do to physically be together. Mm -hmm. But once that energy is balanced out, then that whole addictive energy goes. So then, you know, they're both neutral and then they can come together without the fear-based addictive energy in there. And then it's pure love yeah so so when somebody experiences this is it important for them to start balancing and is that is that kind of like where you come in yes so um yeah it's it's important for them to well there's there's 
there's three things they really need to, to go through. Um, and I don't want to say steps, but our mind thinks linearly. The soul is not linear. The soul is like all over the place. But, you know, so I say like three steps, but it's really not steps. It's, it's you incorporate them all kind of simultaneously. But, you know, first you need to um, stop the core wound pain. And that's the pain I spoke of in the heart, solar plexus, or sacral chakra. And get out of your mind. Stop the obsessive thoughts. And so I help people do that first. And then once they do that, they're able to identify. And it's very subtle. Their actual soul energy um, and feel it push and pull out of their body. And so um, once you identify that, you can then use that to energetically shift closer into alignment with your soul, which is also your twin flame. And then as that happens, then you also can balance out the fear-based push energy regarding the twin flame. So there's really a, a myriad of things involved. And it's not like you just do one and forget it, then you're done, then you move on the next. So it's not steps. They all do you know, work synergistically together. My teacher called it a recipe. So it's like all things get combined and then you combine them. Um, but you know, our mind doesn't think like that. <laughs> so I had to say the one, two, three, but it's not really steps. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what they do. And the shifting closer into alignment with your soul not only helps to then magnetize your twin flame physically back in once you balance out your shared energetic field and that polarization, but um, it, it's you're shifting closer to your true soul vibration. So you also magnetize in people, situations and things and opportunities into your life. I mean, that are so much more in alignment with your true desires, your passions, your purpose. And it's really amazing. And you know, our souls, we are, our souls are everything, love, peace, contentment, bliss, abundance. And it's just amazing how it all just starts like coming in. I have students who, who, like so many of them are just mag also like their lives are just like they've gotten so much more of an abundance of of everything of wealth of you know just yeah, it all together. yeah it makes sense it's yeah. everything interacts with everything else yeah yeah it's so, awesome. yeah, beautiful it doesn't feel like a beautiful journey it feels like hell when you're you know just starting in and on it and if you don't know how to work your way through it but Oh, it, it is a, just a beautiful, perfect journey. It's, it's miraculous because it's your soul and you are miraculous and you are your soul and it's you're perfect, right? We all are. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's perfect. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, this has been so interesting. I just love this conversation. So, and I think it, it really clarifies a lot of stuff. So thank you so much for sharing your, your wisdom. Well, thank um, you for yeah. I hope it wasn't confusing. It's, it's very hard to explain a lot of it in words. I try, but. No, you did a great job. Yeah, this is terrific. So, so how do people uh, work with you and how do they reach you if they feel like, you know, they've been with their twin flame or they're looking for their twin flame or, you know, all of that stuff relating sure. to twin flames? How do they, how do they reach you? Sure. Well, I have, um, if they'd like to know more about the journey and just like how it's worked, what's really going on, you know, um, on the soul level um, and what they can do about it, they can check out. I have a free workshop available. Um, and I guess will you post the link. You can post, they can check out the link below this um, if they'd like to do that. Um, and so that's just an online, it's like 15 to 20 minute, you know, video of what's going on and tutorial. Also, they can always check me out, um, anywhere on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube channel all at be with your twin flame. So they can check me out there as well. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This is so interesting. And 
everybody, you know, live life with love. That's definitely the, the bottom message of all of it. <laughs> and love. have a great day, everyone. Thanks. Take care. Thank you for listening to Love in Your Hands. Please rate, review, and subscribe to show your support. This podcast is sponsored by loveinyourhands.com, the place to find the secret ingredients to your soulmate. Start your free Soulmate Connection membership today using the most innovative and accurate algorithm to match you to potential long-lasting love, all at loveinyourhands.com.